0: Welcome to Petty Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable to performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. I use the Seed 2, it's perfect for links Golf, plenty long, lovely and soft on the greens. What do you use? Let me know over on social media. On today's show, we have the iron golfer, adventurer golfer, Luke Willett. But first, as Gabe Byrne would have said, roll it there, Roisin. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Joe Riley's all us the production line was finished in carry. Where's Joe Riley? What do you think it is? Yeah. Donald Donovan is the last quarterback. He hits it. He hits it.
1: For pressing play, welcome to Paddy Talks on today's uh, show. This week's show, we have someone incredibly different from from the usual PGA Pro interview um, an adventurer, speed golfer, and um, loads of good ideas coming up. I came across him as the Iron Golfer, Luke Willis. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm telling you, that's one of the best intros I've done <laughs> for someone on the show because <laughs> there's so many different things being mentioned it's not just pca profession but it's like a tirade of, of things that you do how do you find so much time are you with me
2: i'm with you mate sorry i was just blown away by the amazing intro. <laughs> uh,
1: no, no fear so how do you find so much time luke
2: oh sorry how do i find so much time oh absolutely um time uh oh i don't know i i look i i say to my my children make it a lifestyle whatever it is that you want if you want to be Good at something, make it make it the way of life. So therefore, I, I don't go to a gym. I I run to school. I climb trees with my kids. That's that's how I do things. I I play golf with them in the garden. I don't you know. I just live it. It's, it's it's a good way of doing it, if if you ask me.
1: That's fantastic. How many kids do you have?
2: We have we have three lovely little girls, um, who are full of beans, which actually is quite good, given I do a lot of crazy fitness-fueled things, um, because then it means you're having to lift them up, throw them around, do running games and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: That's fantastic. Um, I don't think I've ever come across someone as active as your good self, um, and, and that plays the, in in in, um, in Vertigo, boring game of God because it's definitely not boring the way you do it. Um, so, generally, I'd like to start off the show. So, what would be your earliest memory of God?
2: My earliest memory of golf would have to be. I started out with a very enthusiastic PJ Pro um, at a golf club uh, over here in Surrey. Um, uh, Lovely part of the world,
1: that's Surrey. Lovely part of the world. Some great golf courses
2: over there. Oh, mate, it's amazing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was I was with a PJ Pro hitting some shots, and um, yeah, first shot on a par three, and I got a hole in one. So that's got to be my
1: earliest memory. Go away. You should have just stopped then, mate. Yeah. Good, <laughs> quit at the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a fantastic earliest memory. I don't think anyone can top that. Um, how how old were you about then? Were you? What'd you say, seven or eight? Uh,
2: no, no, no. I was I was twelve. I, I was twelve. Okay. When I started out.
1: So twelve, and from sorry, was there any other, say, competing sports, or was it always golf for you?
2: Uh, I played a bit of football. I played tennis. Um, I, I I was I, I don't know you know and I was sort of a bit of a generous as well but yeah mainly 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 football was really the main competing sport yeah I just loved it because of just the camaraderie and the, the you know the social side of it it was great fun.
1: That's fantastic. I played team sports here in Ireland up until a couple of years ago, um, and yeah, you just can't beat that team that team environment. Uh, it's something that I think there should be more involvement in golf as well in terms of more you get it at club level in Ireland anyway in terms of the team. Um, morale side for for representing the club, but but not so not as much really. You might see them a few weeks a year. So football versus golf. When did golf win? What was, would that the main reason, or was there a compelling event when you said, okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to go and try to be professional.
2: <laughs> when okay, actually that's a great question. Um, I've got a couple of things I'm going to say Hi. about. So <laughs> the, the the team thing. Um, I I. Yeah, I've I've always one of the things about about golf is you you, you work really hard on your game, you're grinding away, and uh, you know then some some suddenly something long comes along like foursomes golf or or four ball better or something like four ball better can be quite slow, but it can be quite exciting because you can get a good low score going. Um, foursomes, you know, is is one of those those formats where it is as teamy as they come, but you have to wait so long between shots. Only recently, I've I've started playing probably the best form of foursomes there is going, and that's speed goal foursomes. So, so between shots, it's about I don't know twenty seconds between shots. Um, I like it, and uh, it's just a blast. It is a blast. I remember I went out with one of one of one of the members of my club, and uh, he's a fifty-year-old guy just retired. And I said to him, "Yeah, should we should we go and knock it round in you know just under about, I don't know, thirty minutes or so?" And uh, and he goes basically. Yeah, let's do it. So I was like, all right, let's let's run around the golf course. Um and and we did. We took alternate shots and we shot one over, which was the best score he'd he'd done since he was a sixteen year old. He goes, Luke, I haven't felt so good about my golf since I was sixteen. Um, I had no fear, I had no no mental blocks, any of this sort of stuff. So yeah, when it comes to team, there is definitely a team format, and I I, I would I would definitely suggest a bit of speed golf. It's it's a it's a bit of a different approach. Um with regards to the competing side of, of soccer uh, or football, shall I say, there you go, I teach a few American people. Um and and, and golf, gosh, it was a tough one, but the, the, the reason why I said it was a good question was because when I was about fifteen I met uh, David Lebbetter. And then he invited oh, yeah. me to uh, spend some time with him and his family in Lake Nona. And uh, then, yeah, I met all kinds of cool people, very holistic approach um, and sort of psychologists and uh, they were saying, Oh, you know, close your eyes, dream about mm-hmm. the power jug. And then there's all these people around you and they're all cheering your name. And how good do you feel? And I thought, Oh, this sounds pretty good. I bet I better get into this. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, when did I dream about being being a pro? Probably about when I was fifteen. When did uh, golf win over soccer? Ooh, I don't know. Probably, probably about when I was twelve. When I I just found this this sport and I was like, I just it's hard, man. But I just I don't know. There's something about it. Like it's addictive, as we all know.
1: <laughs> as we all know. How did that encounter with David Leadbetter come about?
2: Uh, I caddied for his wife in the Ladies uh, Open qualifying, so. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job because you didn't qualify, but clearly I I was a nice enough guy because he invited me over. But yeah, it was it was, it was a good experience.
1: And that's brilliant. So so going from that experience and then turning pro, um, what was I suppose the timeline to that?
2: Uh, I turned pro for pr- pretty much as early as I could. So I was what I was eighteen, and uh, I just spent a little bit of time in Australia just playing a bit of golf, and uh, I, I all I, all I knew really knew was golf. You know, I, I I was studying at school, doing my A levels and all that sort of stuff, and I remember I I I'd rather be on the golf course. You know, I I, I would oh. of studying, I'd be out there. You know, I, I was a member of an amazing golf course called Hankley Common, which is Surrey Heathland, and it really is beautiful. And yeah, I always had that pull, you know. And I, I so then I, I don't know, I just you know I had that experience with David Lebeter. I then had other experiences. You know, I've always been a firm believer. I've I've never been someone who sort of like will you know, bang every door down. But I've always left myself open, you know. And, uh-huh. and the experience suddenly comes along, then I'll, I'll ask questions and I, I won't be afraid to give it a try, as. Later on, when we start talking about adventure, will come up. But um, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, it's I don't know, it's just love the sport, love the sport.
1: No, no, it's a fantastic approach, not just to sport but to life itself. And you, it's a great segue. You've done this before, obviously. The next topic is adventuring. So, adventuring for me, I suppose I'm from the west of Ireland, is jumping in the ocean, climbing mountains, um, that type of thing. But you've taken it kind of to another level, haven't you? Because you've been the golf clubs with you.
2: So, all right. I've got this theory that golf is adventure because you step onto the first tee, and the moment your club hits that first ball, we're into the great unknown. We have no idea what's going to happen. You can hit, you can hit, don't know, a thousand golf balls a day, or you can hit one golf ball a day, and you don't know with certainty. You know that's just that's the great thing about this game. So. Golf is the great game of adventure. So one thing I've learned and I've explored and I've had lessons of other people and I've been to various seminars and clinics and I've done my own dabbling and, and exploring. And, it, and it's got me to this conclusion that golf is the great game of adventure. And what that means for me is, as, a, as, a, as a golf coach is we need to condition that adventure mindset and that adventure approach within everyone. Because if you can condition you know, yourself to to be comfortable with the unknown, and actually to be able to solution, find, uh, you know, solution, find your way out of a problem, then you're going to play better golf, which is pretty cool, you know, because I've, I've learned, you know, from the technicians. And, you know, in recent, more recent time, I've, I've learned from, from some more um, instinctive approaches. And, you know, it's, it's now got, got me to a stage now where I love doing a bit of both, you know, but I I, I do it in a way that um you know i i feel we need to get to know nature and we need to get to know as i say adventure and if we don't know adventure uh, uh, if we don't know nature then we, we we will never really know how to hit a golf shot. because if you're on a sloping lie we well, need to move your golf club differently you know which means that you need a different setup and, and so on um but you know the, these things were never really really you know people talked about them to me but it was never like the big hot topic well for me that's where it all starts and then it should all you know sort of feedback from there anyway yeah adventure I love it um I take golf clubs up mountains I you're right it is jumping in the sea why not jump in the sea with a golf club and see what happens (laughs) I haven't done that one but um you know I yeah 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 adventure is is it really is something else and uh you know I've I yeah I've I've cycled the country on on an adventure um, playing some pretty remarkable courses, which I'm sure we'll come up with in a minute. Um, And I've, I've climbed the three highest mountains in England, Scotland uh, and Wales need to get over your side and do those as well. (laughs) Great one in Kerry, which would be a nice decent one to get on the on the CV, so to speak. Um, Yeah. Adventure is, is, is something else. And at the very least it helps you with your golf, Next, it helps you with, helps you as a person um, because it, there's something about awe-inspiring moments. When you see something so, so big or you see a view which goes on forever. We've all been on the finest Lynx golf courses and you just look over the ocean or the sea and you can see forever. And then suddenly you, you, you realize your place in the world. And, you know, we're not bigger than the world. We're smaller. You know, we're, we're a little part of it. You know, and we and we need to find our way of fitting in and 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 working it out. So, yeah, I I adventure for me is everything. It helps me forge a connection with with the world and and with my golf and with 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 people and with everything. And it, and it's just great stories. You know, you you go you go for a, a walk in the trail, and if you do take your golf clubs or an A-tine or something, and hit a few balls. And of course, you go searching for your golf balls and then you you find areas of the trail that you would never have seen. Then you get a new perspective. And it's like some of these, you know, you go on Instagram, you check out some great photographer's uh, photo streams. You're like, Where do they get that photo from? I was just there just the other day. Well, they were brave enough to go slightly off piste, you know, and that's it. And you get a new perspective. And I think that's for me, that's the thing about good golf. Don't be afraid to practice in some unusual spots because, you know, that could just be where you need to be.
1: No, fantastic. And like, I would have had a chat with um Evan Schiller last year, and that was exactly it. So I was like, how do you be in the perfect spot? And he's like, he treats it like an adventure. He goes off piece, and he finds those angles and those views. So very well aligned to how a photographer looks. Um, Speed golf, Luke, when did that start? Because I can understand, you know, getting with nature and climbing mountains and and bringing the golf club with you, because that's something I do down the farce with my young sometimes. But speed golf. Go first well when did that start?
2: <laughs> well, Speedgolf's an interesting one um i it, there's a couple of, a couple of different things i'm gonna say about this uh, in, in some ways you could say Speed Golf's a bit of an adventure um in another way i I could say that and this is where the historians will probably come back and say, "Wow, you know this that and the other but i I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna give you my little bit anyway um and you know pre pre open era we used to have the great challenge matches okay where you you would have um yeah the the real the real greats the the early uh adopters of the sport um and you know you, you'd have these massive matches where it, it would basically be who wins at what various different golf course um and then you'd have three different golf courses and the person who wins the most win so 2-1 would win so St Andrews you win at St Andrews you win at Musselburgh and then you lose at Troon okay well you won because you won by 2-1 um well these great uh-huh. challenges would would be done as quickly as possible um and they would take horse and cart and all these kind of things now I know I'm sort of diverging a little bit but my point is to have fun on the golf course is about having this openness to try new things now people came up to me with speed golf and they kept on saying oh Luke, you you really should try this speed golf thing um and, and i was like well i'm kind of running up mountains i'm doing all this stuff you know i'm I'm, I'm pretty happy and then they're like no, no no you really should try it it's, it's a thing they have like these tournaments and stuff and i was like oh, okay maybe i'll give it a try you know it's kind of what i'm doing anyway um so so then i i was like okay let's let's give it a go um so then i ran around my golf course and i was like this is good because i'm feeling like a bit of a you know bit of a funny man running around a golf course it's not what you really do um, you know i remember as a pj pro i used to tell kids off for for running around a golf course so i like slow down you know we walk around a golf course, but, and <laughs> yeah. now, how it's done 360 now i'm like kids come on let's go running together um, so yeah speed golfing came about for me uh really because yeah we i think there was a, a an article in the, the the sunday times which said yeah british speed golf open um and it talked about it and then these members told me about it and then i gave it a try and uh i it, yeah it just gave it gave me another avenue to do my training and practice at the same time and it is it is quite euphoric i tell you you know one thing i i would say about speed golf and and this I, 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 it's an interesting one. Again, as a coach, you know, I have these different perspectives and, you know, one of the things that I find a lot of people struggle with is concentration or focus. Um, now the thing about speed golf, if you're, if you're kind of running along, you don't have much time to think about your shot because I would say within two seconds, I've hit my shot. From getting there with my golf club out and and I, I basically yeah get it out the club's right behind the ball and I hit, so therefore it, it becomes this really good meditative practice. Now of course, it it means that you can't maybe groove a good practice swing beforehand, um, and it and it means that you have to go with your initial thought. But how often is your initial thought the right thought? Um, mm. And and more to the point, regardless if it's right or wrong, you learn because you make mistakes. You make loads of mistakes. It's great and. You know, the more mistakes you make, the better the golfer you become. So there's two things I'd say about this. The hardest form of golf for me is, is being on the links when it's really blowing hard. Um well another hard form of golf is is speed golf. Now, whenever I come back from both of those formats of golf, I I come back playing great golf because I've been in a in a in a in a hard area, in a hard place. You know, it's a bit like you go and lift weights in the gym. Well, you get stronger by lifting weights which are slightly or whatever percent harder or stronger or heavier than what you can lift that makes you get stronger well speed golf's the same thing playing in the wind's the same thing yeah so for me it it conditions a better golfer Um, so for me it's not about being a speed golfer I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm a golfer who loves the sport and I play sometimes I if I can I would try and play a six hour round intentionally I won't have anyone behind me of course Um, just so I can just look up and take a tea flask around me have some tea have a little tea ceremony um, and and just really immerse myself in the environment. Then other times I want to just play normal speed because obviously that's what you do when you, with people. And then other times I want to play speed golf, you know, and, and leg it round and and do that. And the thing about speed golf, it's always at sunrise, you know. So you always get these epic times. I mean, I'll tell you something, that's when you need to be up. You know, in summer get up at three a.m. or whatever because that's what you need to do. And in winter get up at I don't know five a.m. But when you do see a sunrise in in the morning, and it, there's nothing better.
1: Oh man, I'm converted. Tell you what, people in the hens look out. I'm coming, and I'll be running, huh?
2: Yeah, on the speed golf thing, there's a, there's a there's a guy over over your way, um, Rob. He's uh, he's a speed golfer in 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 Ireland, and he's a two-time world champion. And yeah, he's he's a he's an interesting character. So you know, the Irish, I've have, have got some uh, some speed golf blood in them. I tell
1: you. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've we've running pedigree over here. You know. Uh, world champion walker in, in Rob Heffernan down in Cork. So we're, we're good fast walkers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just one question around pain speed golf because you're, I'm a, you're not sprinting, but you're, but you're going pretty quickly. But how do you, I suppose, and it's something to learn around focus, because that's actually something that I'm trying to do at the moment is focus, really focus in on what I'm trying to do and execute on that, right?
2: Yeah.
1: But how do you, I suppose, transition from semi-sprinting, or in your case, sprinting, to, okay, I need to execute a golf shot now. So can you explain like, how you go through that?
2: So, are two things. One, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it, the great thing about speed golf is they aren't really speed golf coaches. <coughs> so therefore, you end up self-coaching. So you're going to have to try it out, and you're going to have to try it out a few times. <coughs> so let's just say you have four attempts at speed golfing. So you have one a week over the next month. And the first one, you're going to go as hard as you possibly can. The next one, you're going to go a nice, gentle, easy sort of shuffle jog. And then the next two after that, you're going to, going to just kind of figure out what works best for you. Um, because I can tell you, it's not as hard as you can, although I love doing that. I, I find it just amazing. You get, a, get after the 18th hole, you finish the round, you pretty much collapse, and you just, you're like, wow, I can't remember where I was. You know, that is that for me is true focus, you know, because I was just in it. And, um, but then actually if you if you get the gentle jog, the gentle shuffle going on, it just allows you just a fraction more in, which then means, like you say, true focus. It allows you to really, really focus, take in a bit more, get a little bit more control. Um so yeah, to answer your question, in terms of true focus or in terms of getting the speed right, it's a trial and error thing, you know, and it some people's right speed would be a very, very fast walk. Um mm. It's about finding, you know, speed golf is an interesting one. Speed, you instantly think of, you know, someone sprinting around a golf course. Well, it's not necessarily that case. And often the people who who win the events aren't the guys who get around in half an hour, 40 minutes. They're the ones who get around 20 minutes later because then they go and shoot 69. You know, and that's what people do in speed golf. It's incredible. Um, So, yeah, it's it's still a very young sport. And for that reason, you have... uh, some real incredibly varied um styles and you have some real uh yeah unique characters which is which is really cool so it's definitely a sport to certainly look at or look up on on youtube or such like and uh see the characters
1: no definitely my eyes are open i have a pencil bag i love going over the half set so bring it on
2: yeah and, and um, you can just carry clubs in your hands as well you don't actually
1: even- <laughs> oh there we go even better <laughs> come here to me you came onto my radar um when you were doing a certain challenge, the Great British Open Challenge, which was all 14 Open Championship courses in 10 days on your bike. First question is, I'd love to do the 14 courses. But second question is, was there, was why? So why did you go and embark on that adventure?
2: It's, yeah, because obviously this is, that, the Great British Open Challenge came a little bit after uh, some of the other challenges I've done. So I was always looking at doing things a bit differently. You know, the thing about adventure is you, just because you like sailing, it doesn't mean you do it again. You try and do something slightly differently. And and then, I, you know, I've always been lucky enough to do these things on, on really, really lovely golf courses. And I don't know, I just, I, you know, I, I thought, gosh, these courses, you know, I'd love to play St. Andrews. I'd love to play Carnoustie, you know, Muirfield, Troon, Musselboro, the oldest course in the world um get over get over your side um and play in Ireland because I haven't really played much in Ireland in the great scheme, scheme of things I need to play a lot more uh, actually sorry I'm gonna just, just a little funny bit here is it is it true that 30% of links golf courses are in Ireland
1: that's true and there'll be a little bit higher once one more is finished up in um up in Donegal so yeah <laughs> definitely per capita we have the most but given the type of terrain that's here, yeah, over 30% of the go- linked golf courses globally are here.
2: Right, isn't There's it- just
1: more links between land and sea around our coastline and around Scotland as well, but generally <laughs> that would be the reason.
2: Crazy, crazy stuff. So, yeah, no, I just, all these different courses, I, I, I was desperate to play, you know, I was desperate to play Royal Portrush, um, desperate to play the ones, Liverpool, uh, you know, all, all the courses, and you know, my way has always been okay. Let's let's be a golf tourist, but let's be a golf tourist in a slightly different way. You know, usually under my own steam. So I did it, and uh, you know, I I thought, you know, let's let's get on the bike and let's 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 do it. You know, let's strap everything to the bike and let's do it that way. And obviously, I've been playing speed golf for a while, so I realised that four clubs is a doable thing. So I strapped I mm-hmm. was one side and two clubs the other side, and had little uh, like kind of mesh bag that I just sort of folded up and uh, put in my bag and yeah it was it was it was pretty uh it was it was an interesting journey um I met some incredible people uh day one I cycled alongside a guy on the way to St Andrews who put me straight which was gosh that's hilarious you know day one I'm, I'm already being put straight in terms of you know I'm getting lost basically um so so that 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 helped me because it meant I had to do a bit more homework um, as I was going about my roots, my sat nav wasn't quite working the way I wanted but um, yeah it, it they're all incredible courses um, and that's only scratching the surface I mean look you guys have got 30% of the you know great links golf not great but just links golf courses in, in the world so you know then they're all pretty great as well because that, that's the one experience I've had whenever I played links golf I've always been blown away I mean <laughs> Not literally, but I have been blown away. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun, physically and mentally. <laughs> absolutely, and um, I don't know. I just, I just absolutely love it. You know, I really do. And it, it, I don't know, it's just these little subtleties, and little boroughs and little you know the mounds. And you know, you'd think okay, fourteen open venues are all going to be the same. They've got the same sort of thing. No, they're completely different. Um, somehow, you know. I remember. The, funny, the funniest one for me was Royal Birkdale. You know, I, I, I walking up there, I was like, oh, gosh, there's all these massive dunes all around the golf course. Yeah, all the fair, fairways are perfectly flat, just carved in between with a huge mounds Yeah. And, you know, and I, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be, you know, fairways are going to be really, really bumpy, uh, like Port Portrushes, for example. You know, that's what I love about Portrushes, you know, kind of that clifftop sort of place or, 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 or environment. So it's, it's really bumpy and it's it just feels real and, and you know, organic. And, and you know, I, I know, I know, there isn't really a golf course which is truly organic and truly real but it feels like that you know it feels like the the wind's been sweeping away the sand dunes up and you're playing over the dunes and oh man it's it's uh yeah it's, it's something else so uh great british uh british open challenge that was that was epic um so many so many great memories um yeah i, de- I i've got one point i love the scenic route and the scenic route was the golf courses. Um, when I do something like that again, it needs to be more scenic because the cycling, for example, when I was cycling, um, in Northern Ireland, for example, is, it was all, it was all two carriageways and stuff, man. And I was yeah. I such a hurry to get down to the ferry. It was, oh man, it was horrible. <laughs> I love, I love the, I love the country. I love you, where you guys live and everything else. But, um, yeah, the, the dual carriages aren't much fun.
1: <laughs> so what's next, then? Is there going to be a great Irish Open Challenge?
2: Oh, dear, maybe. 30, 30, 30% of the Lynx courses, given I love them. I mean, I'd love to do something nuts, just cycle around the country and just do the whole coastal route. But I've got three kids and a wife, you know, and <laughs> if I want to keep those, those four things close to me, then um, I, I, I better be careful in, in what I ask for. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of in terms of what is next um, in, in 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 challenges, um, gosh, the challenge thing is is a is a I've got I've got one coming up. So do you, do you know Woking, uh, West Hill, and a golf course called Warpleston?
1: I would have known I would have heard of Woking before, but not the latter two. I'm afraid.
2: Okay, so there there are three very famous Surrey Heathland courses, um, and. Uh, we're gonna in 29th of, of April. I'm gonna play all three of them, and I'm gonna literally run the roads in between, and we're gonna try and do it in under three hours. So that's the first, the first
1: one. Hold on like. now. Hold, hold on. Hold on. So you're going to play three rounds of golf and run, run to each course in under three hours. Yep. And they're
2: they're 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 not putting yeah. either. You know, they're proper heathland. You know, shaped fairways, tight fairways, pine trees, stunning golf courses. You know where you know they've got histories as long as your arm. You know, um, yeah, fifty-four holes in under three hours, and also yeah, run the roads between these course.
1: That's that's a bit mad. I can't wait to hear more about that one. Um, that's one of a few, though, is it?
2: Yeah, it's one of a few. Uh, so I've got that. Um, I, I I I have a. Here's an interesting one, and this was the. This, so, all right, um, everyone listening, Paddy, Paddy's a very professional man. He, you know, he sends a, a message out to you and says, oh, you know, let me know a few things I want to, you want to talk about and I can throw some stuff in and we can have a, you know, have, have a great. Night.
1: This Yeah, this chat is somewhat prepared for, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not the Tommy Tiernan show. I have some idea who's coming on and I have some idea of what to ask them.
2: So, so yeah and then one of the, one of my points was i left it at the end and i said look well i've got a little surprise for you and maybe you can help me contribute to help contribute to something and
1: and well, i uh, still don't know what's coming so go for it
2: all right so it, it comes along the lines of i think you because where, where are you based paddy
1: i am based in the east of ireland so i'm near dublin because i have a nine-to-five believe it or not um but i spend most of my weekends in the west of ireland i'm originally from Kilfenora where Father Ted was filmed and was the greatest Kilfenora KD band and it's about 10 minutes from the Hinch nice. I normally have to tell people I'm from 10 minutes from the Hinch because the other two don't don't reference <laughs> too do well <laughs> so, Alright, here,
2: here's the question for you um, what was golf like before golf courses?
1: Um, I would say just pure love of the game for being outside uh, purely past time there are three main points that come to my head straight away. Where did you play roll, it? Roll reversal is tough, man. Where oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. would Before golf, where would God have been played um, in scenic areas? So on the Lynx land, it was kind of wasteland at the time. Yeah, okay. i so, cool. my rough research
2: about reading yeah. books.
1: Or on anyway. frozen
2: lakes and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, a bit like where, you now if you go on your summer holiday and there'll be people playing cricket on the beach, that kind of thing.
1: That type of thing on an it's Harling on the beach.
2: Great. Okay.
1: <laughs> Which I haven't
2: uh participated in just yet. Um so the the question I I, I have for you is is there an area in, in, in Ireland where there are eighteen beaches, really, really quite close, very different beaches though, but very, very close together, where mm-hmm. you play golf up the length of each of them?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, you could pick a number of counties to do that in. Uh, you'd have to go to the west of Ireland Forest. I would choose either Cork or Kerry. You wouldn't have it in Clare. Maybe Galway, definitely Kerry. Kerry is your place.
2: So I, that can think be, of, I can yeah. think
1: of four or five even within, um, that would be, in your terms, commutable. You could even run between them.
2: <laughs> and where, where, where would it be in Kerry?
1: Uh, you're talking, you could start up, Around Bally Bunyan, there's a couple of beaches to choose from. You can play down along the the beach that runs alongside the Bally Bunyan golf course. Um, Keep tracking the Tom Coyne walk, you might say, down to Tralee. There's Banner Beach, which is a couple of miles long. Um, You can play 36 holes down that beach. Uh, Keep going. You come down to um, Inch Beach, which is maybe a par four. Uh, Keep going to Dingle. Keep going, you know, Dukes, Waterville. They're all little towns that have beaches along them and a golf course typically at either end <laughs> so, <laughs> and all the way around the ring of Kerry it's called which is actually where um a big cycle is done every year for charity um i think it's 300 or 400 kilometers so yeah mm-hmm. there's a three to 500 kilometer stretch of land coastal land with beaches every few miles for you to play golf on there you go luke and there's think, one for your pocket
2: there you go so that's that's what i was thinking uh, as, a, as a challenge i, I was thinking of Going a bit more adventurous, a bit more back to golf Gulf routes, and um, I, I, yeah, I, I thought, you know, I've got ideas of going up to the Outer Hebrides, and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, and I thought, oh, maybe Ireland, you know, and I thought, oh, hey, Paddy's, Paddy's, you know, I'm going to have a chat to Paddy, why well, don't I ask
1: you? I'd recommend it, there is one for you, come to Kerry, uh, bring the kids, bring the wife, um, get a camper van, they can... Drive alongside you for a couple of hours. You can play a couple of beaches. Then you can sit down for the rest of the day and enjoy family time. You could do it in what, what, what five, this? four to seven days. What the local- have a lovely week holiday.
2: <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yep. What, what the locals think of me playing golf on the beach?
1: <laughs> they think you're a bit mad. You definitely get some coverage on Radio Kerry for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth it. do. would we'll definitely get some bit of coverage. Especially if they knew you were coming. I think it's a fantastic idea. Cool. Especially if you did it maybe for um a charity in Kerry especially as well. There's a couple of really good ones I could throw your way. Okay.
2: Alright, well there you go. So that that's that's an idea. Uh I've got another one which is um to go and play uh up the mountains. So I'm gonna basically play or uh, hit hit eighteen uh, into eighteen different lakes, high altitude lakes in the lake district. Um it's a, a forty mile hike. Um and then yeah, hit these shots into lake, then go and swim out into the icy cold lakes, go and retrieve the golf ball and then head off to the next mountain. Um so that's that's another one. Uh, ten thousand feet worth of ascent, that'd be nuts. Can't wait for that one as well. Um yeah that, that's gonna be pretty cool. So yeah I was thinking the beachy one, the mountain one um would be would be two things and then the the kind of the next big adventure um would be to come over to your your parts um and uh actually spend some time in kerry Funny enough <laughs> i mean there's there's a lot of things you can do in kerry but yeah there's 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 also there's a bike ride um, but there's there's also a run you can do where you run round the whole of the the the, the ring of Kerry, um, which is 125 miles, I believe. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of running around that and playing a bit of golf along the way. Um, yeah.
1: Well, you can do both now. You can run the ring of Kerry. You can do your beach golf and and pull in a couple of the marquee ones as well. There you go. It's a win-win situation. It's got to happen
2: it is the problem is you're not, you're not meant to sleep while you do this this 120 mile run who needs to sleep <laughs> so who needs I mean, to sleep <laughs> I mean you know think about how how long it takes to go that that distance in a car and then think about how long it takes to do it on foot
1: um, yeah on, yeah I did it I did it with uh, my, my wife and my son and it takes about four hours to drive yeah yeah we stopped <laughs> for a picnic halfway <laughs> so yeah, so uh, take a while <laughs> here you go
2: so there there there's plenty going on uh, the mountain golf 18 holes in the mountain um you know golf before golf if you like um 18 holes on the beach golf before golf again um and uh, and then the, yeah, the 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 3 hour 54 hole challenge and then this other one which will be pretty, pretty crazy um running round the ring of carry
1: um,
2: So yeah that's 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 uh, i think that's quite a bit of stuff there you know.
1: Definitely plenty of adventuring and plenty of golfing and for a man with three kids and family and being a Ph professional, um, it's quite a busy, busy um day to day. And you're also looking at doing retreats. Now are you gonna have people running around playing golf in these retreats or can you tell me what type of retreats you're kind of planning?
2: All right. So the retreats are uh yeah, they're they're my little baby. I love those. Um, the idea behind the retreat is it is to get and help people to step into the unknown to step into adventure um but to do it under their own steam and to do it at their speed at their level for example um i'm i'm taking the the, the good people of today's golfer uh do you have that magazine over in ireland
1: yeah yeah we do, oh, we sweet.
2: do. so i'm taking we have bit-
1: electricity as well don't worry we have both do you yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we're taking those guys over uh or i'm taking them to to the welsh coastline a, a beautiful course called uh, Neffin. um yeah, it was meant to be last week when we had the storm but then got delayed anyway it's in it's in march now um so i'll, I'll let you know the plan what we're going to do with them and then you can then have a look at the pictures in a couple of months time when it comes out of the mag um to see if it is anything like i'm i'm suggesting but yeah in, in a nutshell it's it's gonna it's gonna get you to do things, uh, maybe a little bit of speed golf, but not doesn't have to be. Um, it, it we'll walk around the coastal path. We're gonna step onto the beach. We're gonna hit a couple of shots. We're then gonna step on, onto some kind of rough because it's a cliff top course. Some sort of rough, rugged spots, um, you know, and then hit back from these rugged spots to the golf course. Um, where we're gonna uh, go into some more severe, steep, sort of hanging lies. Um, because of the roughness, um, and then and then, and just really explore again nature and adventure and 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 you know, if it's a steep lie, what does the club need to do uh, to respond to that shot? Because of course, if there's a great big boulder behind your ball <coughs> and you swing at it a normal swing going you hit the boulder. So without moving the boulder, how would you move your golf club uh, in a way that it's going to hit the ball? And you know if you give someone I don't know you know a couple of minutes or so, they'll figure it out. they'll move a slightly different way. They shift their body to one side and then all of a sudden that increases the angle of attack you know and then all of a sudden you then can actually start to see the shot happen so we have this coastal walk um go through these different shots there's waterfalls there's all kinds of stuff it's a really beautiful part of the world um we then have this sort of tea ceremony this reflective tea basically uh midway through where we you know we're just overlooking the sea and uh you know because i think that's another great thing about golf golf is one of the greatest environments um and you know we're always in too much of a hurry to get round or too much of a hurry to uh get a score or perfect a swing or this sort of thing whereas actually maybe it's the place where we should go just to unwind um so have a cup you know a nice really beautiful cup of tea and i love tea so i've got all kinds of different teas oolong teas white teas matcha teas um, and then blends and whatever else so yeah all kinds of stuff and you know, where you can really, you know, and, and try a new tea, try something different. You might be a coffee person. So then we get a really caffeinated one. Uh, and we, and we try that out or or maybe you don't want caffeine at all. and We try something else out. Um, so we have that. Yeah. Then we have a nice lunch. We get on the golf course. Now this is the fun part, get on the golf course with four clubs. Um, I'll be playing with a hundred year old sort of hickory clubs. And, uh, after nine holes, um you know the person i'm, I'm with they're, they're they're gonna then actually surprise surprise gonna use the hickory clubs and i'm gonna take their clubs off them and i'm gonna oh. play and the point the message here is you can say well it's the retreat for someone else not not you luke well actually what i'm showing is that it can be done you know i'm one I'm, I'm playing with the 100 year old clubs and then um then i'm gonna play at their clubs these aren't tailor-made for me you know it could be i'm playing with a, a lady and the club's a little bit shorter or it could be i'm playing with uh you know, an older guy who's got really whippy shafts, you know, I'll find a way of playing with it because that's golf. Golf is about finding solutions. Um, so yeah, we wander around the the, the the links playing with these different clubs and uh, that, that, that would be, that would be day one or would it? Um, chances are, we will probably run around a quick nine holes a force and speed golf, which may be speed walking or, or, or running um, again to step into the unknown, you know, and of course I've done it. So I, I know what it's like and you'd be safe with me, but you know, just just to really step into the unknown. And that would top off the day. You know, and I think at that point we'll sleep really well.
1: Um, oh, definitely. Definitely.
2: The next day we wake up and uh, we we have a nice breakfast and then we, we head out onto the the practice tee for a real adventure warm up, kind of like a what we all we all know of of Sevi <coughs> with one club, <coughs> hitting flop shots with that club, but then also being able to hit it two hundred yards. So basically a warm up which goes along the lines of with one club you're going to hit the 13 different shots of the playable clubs in your bag, um, other than a putter. So that, that that's that's a bit of fun and it just it, it it shows that you know you can still you can be on a dry range mat, but you can also you can create a golf course out of it. You know with with the right uh, mindset and 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 approach. So then we're going to get on the golf course um, and then play a, an adventure round like no other, and and basically the first the, the tee shot for the first hole will be on the side of the tee block. Uh, the, the, the the second tee shot will be um, halfway down the fair in a bunker, and so on. Uh, so it it will be an adventure round of golf, um, and and at that point after those 18 holes again of stepping into the unknown and and just really truly experiencing something very unusual very different uh and I'll be quite clear this is not something that I I think is a new style of the game to be adopted I just believe this is a, is a, is just that it's a retreat it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience it's just to try something new so that you go back home and then you feel like you can try new things you know you've been someone with someone who you know it, he's made it his life told to be like this, you know, and, and I hope that would then rub off. And then occasionally you have these practice rounds where you do these things. Um, but yeah, the, the extra special thing at the end of that day too, is we, we we're going to go and play a bit of mountain golf as well. So we're going to basically play uh, from the base where we park the coal, the way up to the summit. It's a nice grassy mountain, not the biggest mountain in the world, but we're all the same going to play up to the top. Now, what better feeling is there to finish off a, an experience than Looking at a massive mountain and think, oh, that's "Right, really, that's really big. Um, and then you hit a, a golf ball all the way up to the top of it. You're going to feel pretty good. You know, you're going to feel pretty confident. Um, and that's the experience I've had in, in some of the experiences I've done, where I've, I've played or done certain things. And then I've come back to my golf course. I've had holes that I've struggled with. And all of a sudden, I'm on this hole and I think, man, I feel good i don't know what this is all about but i'm feeling good and in whether i hit it well or or not i felt good the gremlin is gone you know the anxiety is gone because i had this kind of or, you know un- unstoppable confidence you know from these experiences so that's what i'm i'm trying to uh, share with people um you know it really is take people away you know it's a bit of a retreat from maybe the city life but it's also a retreat from your day to day golf life you know there's enough people i've experienced where they get the yips, or they're getting a bit of a rut with their golf. And what I'm not saying is I'm I'm not saying I'm gonna I'm gonna be your regular coach. I'm just gonna take you away on this great learning experience that will give you a really new approach, a new perspective on this game. Like the photographer, you know, just walk off the path just a little bit, and you get a new perspective. And all of a sudden, the whole world has new color, and it's 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 HD, it's vivid, you know. It's and then you think, gosh, anything's possible. You know, and then you can use those little tools back home when you're practicing, where you, when you're having your lessons with your coach, and you'll just you'll feel fuller, you'll feel more complete. So there you go, that's the
1: retreats. I am retreated even listening to you. Um, <laughs> no, great insight into how many different ways you can look at the game of golf, whether it's up a mountain, hitting into an Arctic lake, uh, speed golf different challenges everyone can do at home you know pick three courses near you and, and see can you play them we even walk between them there are three ideas fantastic it's just in this kind of busy busy world we live in um and just doing, like you say doing some of the different step off the beaten track and beaten path even and, and try and find you know maybe a more relaxing way to do something that, like most people say i have to go play golf today you know, even that outlook is, is quite poor if you ask me. You know, I have to go play golf. No, you get to. Um that's always my outlook. Um so thank you very much for giving us a fantastic insight into what you do and what you're you're doing to grow the game in a different way. So thank you for your time. Um as everyone who comes on um to the Paddy Talks podcast, you are subject to a Spanish Inquisition style Q and A. So whatever comes into your head, that's the answer. Like like you in speed golf. Um <laughs> so you should be quite good at this really. Um so are you ready first? I'm ready. Okay, Luke Willett, Mr Speed Golf, the underscore iron underscore golfer. What would your walk on song be? Uh
2: Billy Ocean, when the going gets tough.
1: Oh that's a that's a good one for you. I thought it'd be a river deep mountain high or something. Um Jim or Pizza? Uh Pizza. Hat, visor or bucket hat? Oh bucket hat. Happy Gilmore or cup. Happy Gilmore. Guinness or Heineken? Guinness. Le Hinch or Port Marnock? Oh, Le Hinch. Good man. Walk or cart? Walk. Oh, okay. Well, run for you more so. Um, win the Masters or win the Open? Uh, open. Would you rather drive it like Dustin Johnson or drive it like Zach Johnson? Uh, Johnson. Johnson. Good man, good answer. Um, Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice. Play. Good man. Thank you very much for your time. Um, I will definitely look to keep look to keep in touch with you and try and see how we organise something for Kerry later on this year. Absolutely. I'd love that. No. It was great having you on. Thanks very much, Luke. Alright, rock and roll. That
0: was Luke Willis the underscore iron underscore golfer over on instagram what a great insight into a totally different side of the game that i had kind of seen a bit of speed golf before but definitely not adventures and in golf or true golf adventure check out his instagram profile stay tuned to his future adventures i will be in touch with luke and we'll see can we start out uh, an adventure ideally to the west coast of ireland head over to www.pedagog.com check out the time treat there sign up to it there will be a big giveaway happening during march for everyone that signs up so we're now at around 40 people which is fantastic i have to say a big thank you to everybody who continues to press play on this little dodgy podcast of mine each week we are the number one golf podcast in ireland we broke into the top 50 of sports podcasts god knows how we did that as everybody else is basically a radio station or a big large media outlet so thank you all for getting involved listening each week and leaving those reviews they really do help especially when we're approaching new guests and giving them some context as to what the show is all about so do please leave your reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast share the show with your family and friends until we teed up again soon i'm Patty.